What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. This is not another damn podcast presented by our damn selves. 202, two and two, as Chuck Willery said. <laughs> two and two, yeah. Doing our age now. <laughs> what a week, what a week, what a week. Yes, we have started um, with my story, personal situation. For those that um know me personally or even follow me on Facebook or Instagram, social media, um, tested positive for COVID um, last week. About a week ago, when the pot, when the we go when this released, yeah, last Monday is when I got my positive test, and and haven't been outside since. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> been in the house ever since. Yeah, like, luckily I think I caught a pretty mild case of it because I didn't have to be hospitalized. Um, I did lose my senses though, so I tell my experience about what is life um, like living with COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, matter of fact, that might be what we call it, living with COVID. <laughs> that might be the name of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um when um I tell you we talked about it on the podcast a couple weeks back. I did a party, just DJ the gig. Yes. And then something just didn't feel right. It was my gut. I don't know if it was mental or whatever, but I didn't have any physical um symptoms at the time. I was just like, I'm gonna get myself checked. I ain't been around this many motherfuckers like. <laughs> like ever. Yeah. And it was literally like um not too long. I had stopped at another gig to like show my face like during that same week. Remember mm-hmm. you, I had you on the phone with me during that. So I I just thought about that right now. So could have been there. Like what kind of could have contacted at either gig. It's like either um party I was at. There was way right. too many motherfuckers in there. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna um put them out there right now. Just but I think I'm I'm taking a break from gigs right now, so don't yeah. book, don't book me and shit. I'm good. Yeah. Don't book him. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Unless I could do it virtually like this, like yeah, have me on. The well, out, or unless you're outdoor. DJ D nice, like yeah. If you're outdoor and your and your booth is like way back here, and then it's like way. <laughs> and I'm still gonna mask up even with that. Right. I'm gonna be masked up, and then no one can come within twenty feet of you. Stay the hell away from the booth. Yeah. So yeah, I tried. Yeah. Yeah, so I started on um, my gut was telling me, like, get myself tested. I mm-hmm. did that. And then went on about my business. We um taped the podcast last week. Mm-hmm. Later that night after we recorded the podcast is when I started um getting symptoms. Started feeling stuffy. Couldn't taste my food or anything like that. I was like, okay. I think... um. Because I had been bragging all this time about, like, since we've been masking up, social distancing and all of that, I hadn't gotten sick. Like, I didn't get sick. I ain't never got sick. Got he was all like, I'm like, knock on wood, I haven't got sick once since COVID. So now that I'm sick, I'm like, there's a good chance I got it. Because, like I said, I haven't gotten sick. So the fact that I'm sick, I said, like, it's probably, it's probably not no regular cold. I said, I think I got COVID. That's where my mind was at. And sure enough, that next day, got my test results and positive for COVID. So during most of the week, yeah, I couldn't smell, couldn't taste anything. Had um bout, bouts with temp um fevers. I was taking Tylenol for that. And then just so um, I appreciate all the love and support everybody gave out to me too. Like us people are still um reaching out to me. Yeah. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. I don't want to read all the names. I'm just looking right now, but 
been a lot of people that have been reaching out. Yeah. Everybody. Because once you told me that you posted it, I was like, okay. I said, so now I can post something about it. You know, I, I was like, because it's your story to tell. I didn't want to, you know. Mm-hmm. I just wrote, hope a uh, bro gets well soon. COVID sucks. That's what I wrote. And that, that last part is all I wrote. You just wrote COVID sucks, right? Yeah. And I had a long post. I thought out post. I was going to post. I was like, yeah, just got test results. COVID. Man, it's all... Um, after a year of being in this pandemic, why now? Like it had a whole thing, and I was yeah, like, yeah, you know the whole, yeah. I said, delete. COVID sucks, and that's all I posted. Sometimes simplicity works best. <laughs> when I, when I got ready to send it. It just didn't look right. I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna put COVID sucks. Here. And people can read between the lines. They know exactly what you mean. If you say COVID sucks, and that's another good um possible title. COVID sucks. Since that's it what sucks. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, like, yeah, living with COVID or COVID sucks. COVID sucks, I think I like because that's I like COVID sucks. I like the branding I had with um the social media with that because I posted right. it on my social media, so I might keep it going here. COVID sucks, it's a hashtag, hashtag COVID sucks, which it does because a lot of people can relate to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like uh, we rallied around you, like uh, I did some shopping for you, and then yeah, I just I had, um, everybody pitching, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we all pitched in because it, it's a, it's a community. You're a family, so you gotta everybody gotta just pull together and mm-hmm. let's like let's lean on one another. You know, shout out um radio station like Jay Allen and company with the state. They um looked out for me. Mm-hmm. Shout out everybody at Crawford. Yeah, happy birthday to the big dog as well too, Jay Allen. Oh, happy birthday! Yeah, happy, happy birthday. birthday going out to him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um. The media school let me teach class um remotely, which was a blessing. Yeah. So because yeah. at first I thought I was gonna have to get somebody to cover me for me. And they said, well, because a lot of the students are still remote. There's some in class, but a lot of them are still remote. So they said they let me teach it remote. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's good. And um, I got a bunch of new students and um they want to meet me. I was like, I want to meet y'all. Like, I don't like doing when, it. When it's safe to do so, I'll be I don't able. like doing it like this. So I said, when I'm, I'll be back sooner mm-hmm. rather than later, hopefully. Going to be reevaluated on the 14th. So that's the day I'm looking forward to that now. Yeah. And then um, possibly the 15th, things could return to normal. But 14th is what I'm looking at right now. Right. Mm-hmm. But it is strange, like all this time, like I said, we've been in this thing over a year now because I count um the 11th is when um it really it got real, real because the NBA shut down the whole March 11th, year, all that, like touching the mics. Remember that? shit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of that <laughs> happened. <laughs> And then um that's when it started getting real, because then right after that, um NCAA canceled March Madness. And um, other sports leagues said, yeah, we done too. It was like WrestleMania. Right after that, they said, oh, they said, we're going to do it just with no audience at the, at a warehouse, basically. Yeah. Hey, so they, they shut it down. Yeah. It was like and every- then I remember uh, that next week, uh, Ariana's school, they was like, yeah, they, was like, they, were, they were letting the kids go to school that Monday. And then they was like, and then they said, the school is going to be closed for two weeks while we deep clean. And then, Yeah. <laughs> She never set foot in that school ever again. Basically. Never again. Never again. So, 
So all of that time sitting, I've known like multiple people that have that have had it. Some um, worse cases than others. Right. I think Mike Love had a similar case as me. Like he was talking about his symptoms for like similar to what I had. Mm-hmm. And we got like family members that had to be hospitalized. With yeah, we had yeah family member who was hospitalized, and yeah. yeah, it was pretty bad. But luckily, like you know, he pulled through and everything, and he came out from it. So just blessed that he, you know, that he was able to beat it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Oh, and because you tested positive, um, you know, like you immediately called me, and you're like. You're the first person I called because uh, let's let's um let's backtrack a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> the day before I t- recorded the podcast, you know, like the night um we we recorded, which is a week ago, is when I started developing symptoms because I was I was cooking up some salmon and like rice and you know you, you know how I do. Yeah, he was cooking it up, and usually you know how when you cooking like that, yeah, like your house, you get the smells and everything. Very, yeah, those um, uh, the, the aroma, the aroma of the food, the aroma of it. You like smell it. I put it on while we were recording. I put the food on, um, and uh, it was like, and then I just get like, yeah, I don't smell nothing. Like I start, yeah, like <laughs> my house, I should smell some kind of fish in this house. I was like, I don't smell nothing yet. And then when I sat down to eat, yeah, I couldn't taste it at all. You know, like it got a definitely a distinct flavor that salmon, right. broccoli, all that stuff got very distinct flavors. Yeah. Yeah, and especially how you marinate your fish or whatever. Like it's gonna have that savory flavor when you cook it. It is like nothing. I was like, I think I got COVID. <laughs> that was the but the day before was um Khalil's birthday. My nephew, no. your son. Yeah, for those that don't know. Yeah. His so like, third uh, birthday. Yeah. yeah, his third birthday. So then you stopped by to drop Dropped off, off a gift, yeah. A birthday gift. Mm-hmm. You were only in my house for like five minutes, granted, but still you stopped by. Mm-hmm. So now that opened up a whole, you know, <laughs> even though you didn't have symptoms at the time when you came by, you developed symptoms the day after, and then very you good, tested positive good. the day after that. So it's like, so then I'm like, I came in contact with somebody, I had close contact with somebody who was positive, but they didn't, at the time when they came by my house, they didn't know they was positive. I didn't know they was positive. They was only in my house for five minutes. What do I do? That was my question when I asked my job. I was like, what do I do? They was like, you got to go get tested. You can't come in. Until you you got in quarantine until you get your results back. There you go. They was like, you'll be working remotely. They they was like, you can just continue to work remotely until you get a negative result. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the whole family, we went down and all four of us got tested and thank God we all tested negative. I was like, (laughs) <laughs> so I had to work one day remote and then I was able to go back and go back to my regular schedule, regularly scheduled program. So when you get your negative results, it's like one line or two, right? <laughs> Something like this. Like, yeah, like I've, that, I've, yeah. I've, I've been tested multiple times. <laughs> like, this is the first positive. It's like a line or two that you get, like when they yeah, say it's, like it's like two lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is well, I got a glare, but like you kind of see there. That's I what I got for um yeah. <laughs> that's your positive test. You get all of that shit in there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's it just one. Says, that's just page one. I ain't feel like flipping. <laughs> it just says negative for SARS, whatever. Yeah, you know, SARS, whatever. COVID, uh, SARS, COVID, RNA. Yeah, it's like yeah, basically. Whatever. COVID-19. Yeah, that, it's like that's all it says negative because like all of us, uh, because Marcus uh did him and Ariana's like profile, and then I did me and Khalil's. And then they was like, okay, or he did him in Khalil, whatever. And then we was looking like, okay, Marcus was like, check your results. He was like, me and uh, 
it was him and Ari. He's like, me and Ari are negative. And then I checked my results. Okay, me and Khalil are negative. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yes, okay. In the very first line, you tested positive for COVID. And then the very the first thing after that says, call family members and other close contacts. Let them know you have COVID. That's why I called you. I was like, are like, oh, you a close family member? But I, I had been in contact with you like right before. So I was like, right. yeah. <laughs> Like I called, and then I called the other family after that. But you're the first one I called. Yeah. <laughs> Quarantine until the 14th, yeah, which is what I'm still doing right now. If y'all mm-hmm. got to look at the date, it's not the 14th yet. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, still, I'm yeah. seeing my ass in the house. My black ass is staying in the house. <laughs> but, um, all members of your home should be tested for COVID. Um, I live alone, so that in effect. So that's me. a positive. Like that's what I'm saying for you. Positive that you do live alone. So let's explore. one of y'all say if Mark is that contacted it, like y'all all basically. We would all just be yeah. in this house, like <laughs> all of us would just be sitting here. Look, well, Ariana, Khalil, I don't let them out anyway. She's still remote learning, so. But I mean, I'll but be if you tested negative. You still would have to, like, yeah. Um, I have to quarantine with him because. Or like sep- or separate, yeah. It's like yeah, it's depending on how much space you got. Like is like mm-hmm. is is because Mike loves when he tested positive. He was like that. He basically was on an island by himself because it was like his wife was negative, his girls were negative. He was the only one that tested positive. So like <laughs> nobody, he was like in his own house and basically couldn't come out of one room. Like he was just yeah, in he there was in the whole man cave, basically. basically yeah. <laughs> he was in his man cave. Uh, all by himself like that whole time. Like yeah, couldn't come out yet. <laughs> to think about so man if you do have man caves in your house then make sure that it is set up and everything like in the event if you do test positive if if nobody else tests positive then you can be in there for the long haul like we have like your refrigerator with your with your food and stuff you and got your man, microwave you got definitely your have, and definitely have a bathroom in that motherfucker. Have a bathroom there you go <laughs> there you go <laughs> Cause I'm thinking about what we would have to do. I mean, like, I guess like if something happened, we would have to like block off like just my bedroom because it's But you would have to do like, if I like, say if one of y'all tested positive, one of y'all would just stay in the bedroom the whole in the time. the bedroom because it is a bathroom. You have it set up, yeah. And then just somebody just like leave food at the door for y'all. You just come and get like that. Like Uncle Pete when they knocked on the door for Uncle Pete with the food. Yeah, <laughs> like, plate like for you at the door like that. Like you'd be Uncle Pete. And then the rest of the family would just be in the, uh, the rest of the house. That's how it would be like yeah. the way you all's home is set up. Yeah, because yeah, I'm like, we do have space enough to separate people. You can't quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. So wear a mask over your mouth and nose at all times. Definitely doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Wash your hands often for 20 seconds. You know the regular shit. Yeah. Use soap and water, scrub at least 20 seconds. Um, a contact tracer will call you soon to identify people with whom you've been in close contact with. They did that already. So yeah, I told them like where I thought I contracted, contacted it, uh, contracted it from. And I'm guessing they um reached out to that place and um found out who all was there and all of that. So. Yeah. Cause it is really like, you do have to best part this thing. You have to be so careful because you do have to batch. Like you do test positive. You have to like, be like, well, if I was at this event, and then I was at this event, and then I was at this event, and then this person was at. It becomes like, like potential of like ten thousand people could have been affected. Like yeah. if you actually yeah. like go down that rabbit hole, yeah, you see what I mean? How long, um, how long ago you um con- contracted it, and how yeah. many people you came in contact with after that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And somebody was like, was visiting with you and they were like from out of town and then they went back home. So then they took it back home. You see where it's like, it gets why they had so so many travel bans because to cut down on that shit. That's why they had all those travel bans earlier on during the pandemic. Cause Mm -hmm. like, at least you won't take it out of town with you. They had like, so mad travel bans were going on during that Mm -hmm. time. It's like Wimber, Wisconsin, Indiana, pretty much all the surrounding states. All the surrounding states. Like, well, states. Like, Illinois doing what we're supposed to be doing. We was like, yeah, Illinois, we oh, doing. Yeah. So they they cut off off damn near all the the states. <laughs> so okay, get extra rest. Yeah, I said, yeah. How can you take care of yourself at home? Like basically, yeah, get extra rest, which is what I slept a lot this week. So I definitely feel rested. That's one thing. Um, I said you look at silver linings with everything. I tend to go hard when I go lows. Anybody that knows me, I do a lot. So um, staying yeah. in the house for a couple weeks, I'm 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 well rested now. Mm-hmm. I don't got the bags under my eyes. I don't know if you can see that. <laughs> well rested now. <laughs> Drink plenty of fluids. Doing that, so got this little yeah. jug of water. I've been. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Take um the Tylenol. I'm not going to even try to pronounce the fucking um technical word for that shit. Huh? <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> pronounce that shit. I forgot already. <laughs> Reduce the fever. I've I got Tylenol. Yeah. So it may also help with muscle aches. I haven't had muscle aches. Mm-hmm. Sponge your body with lukewarm water to help with the fever. Use petroleum jelly on sore skin. I don't need that. Take vitamin C, D, and zinc to boost your immune system. Got all of that shit in the yeah. medicine cabinet right now. Mm-hmm. I had that. I bought that shit at the beginning of the pandemic. The pandemic. I was always a step ahead of everything. Like I said, when I bought toilet paper two days later, everybody bought toilet paper. It's like every I was a step ahead on all of this. Shit. Vitamins, everybody bought vitamins. I bought vitamins like a couple days later. Everybody got I bought cans, everybody bought cans. I bought um hands and yeah, sanitizer, soap, all of that. Rubbing alcohol, like I was always like two days ahead of everything when all mm-hmm. this shit was going on. So I got um a couple years supply of the vitamin. <laughs> I probably got a probably got another year and a half supply left of that shit. <laughs> I got a lot of these vitamins there, so yeah, I got them stocked up in the medicine cabinet. <laughs> but I'm not gonna read all of these. Just wanted to read some of the um. It's some of the uh, main ones. So if it somebody, says, um, um, it has what you need to do if um your symptoms get worse. It basically says like take your ass to the um And it has the symptoms from that. If you're getting dizzy or lightheaded, if you're confused, can't think clearly. I guess it affects some people's mind. Yeah. If um your face turns blue, obviously <laughs> if your face turns blue, take your ass to the the, the ER. Right. Mm-hmm. You coughing up blood, of course. Yeah, like so these are pretty oh, so yeah, anytime it's blood, yeah, these are pretty yeah, serious. Yeah, but, but that's my story, my COVID story, which I'm still in. It's not I'm not out the woods yet. I feel good. Like I said, um, I think the worst is over. Right. But um until I get that um medical so I'm medically yeah. cleared, it's still in my mind. <laughs> Got a few days to fourteen. Medically cleared, days. yeah. It's still in my mind. Like, okay, uh, I just want to get back to normal. Mm-hmm. Missing out on money. I'm just saying. And then just keep. <laughs> yeah, and then keep up your boost too. Keep up your your uh, boost up. Ah, like I said, I've like been. Doing I've been doing it. Yeah, booster. I've been doing this. I've been doing the emergency with the immune boost in mm-hmm. it. So that's what I've been doing. Like, I take a shot of that. I have some sea moss and elderberry that I've been taking too. 
Mm-hmm. And then I have my elderberry supplements I take it. So like, because with my job, I move around. I have to go out and I have to like go and see people. So it's like, I'm like, you know, like I really am like, okay, let me, you know, because I have to actually go out and interact with people. And so. with the, um, with COVID, <laughs> they do, um, I guess it affects people different mentally as well too. Like I said, mental health is real as well. Cause mm-hmm. they got um like people you can call and talk to like counselors and stuff. Yeah. But I had to do that. Cause like I said, I'm, I think I have a pretty mild case. So to speak. I, don't, I don't know if it's mild is the right word, but you know, it's, mm-hmm. I didn't have to be hospitalized. Basically. I just had to stay inside. That's much, yeah. but they do have people. You said like, they gave me a number. It's like, you need to talk to somebody. I guess some people um when they get it, cause Especially early on, it seemed like a death sentence. You're something. thinking, oh, I want to die. You know what I mean? You're thinking it's a death sentence. And it's Especially not if you death. see Dr. fucking Fauci on TV all day talking yeah. about it. It's like you say, yeah, yeah, oh, man, yeah. But like, uh, like every day, like when JB and them was coming on, yes, another 9,000. Yeah, the JB and shit and you know? Fauci and like, you see. So I know they have to report because you have to report the news, but it's like, it's depressing. Another 10,000 people have died. You know, it's like, what? You know, it does get to be. Glad we don't have those updates now like we did yeah. like, last yeah. year. That's all you saw. Yeah. <laughs> every day I just be like, oh my gosh. And, you know, just trying to keep a positive face for my kids because, I mean, they didn't know what's going on. They were five and uh, five and two. So they, they don't know what's going on. So I have to like look brave for them. Mm-hmm. So, but us is doing better. Uh, just looking good. Feeling good, like I said. Knock on wood. I think um, I'm kind of out of the woods. Mm-hmm. Like I said, until I get that medical clearance, I'm not going um, I'm not going to assume anything. Right, you don't assume when, like, when yeah, you, I'm good. Assume, when you assume we make an ass of you and me. <laughs> we know this, you know this dipshit they used to say that all the time. You go outside the next day and be like, yeah, I'm good. It's like, just because you're not showing symptoms anymore doesn't mean did you test negative yet? Mm. Unless you test negative, <laughs> you need to keep your ass in the house. Don't well, be like outside. Huxable, when her and Cliff caught the flu and she just said, okay, I'm well. Because like Theo <laughs> up and she's like trying to run the house. And <laughs> so she just, de- she just declared herself well. She was like, okay, I don't have a flu anymore. <laughs> Chick just said, I'm well. Because <laughs> like I said, Theo was hectic trying to run the house. <laughs> I command you. <laughs> I command like, you know what? I'm not sick anymore. I'm well. It's like <laughs> just jumped out of bed. I was like, yeah, I'm not sick anymore. But you can't, you can't Claire Huxtable this shit. <laughs> oh, no, you can't. Sit your ass down. Get your rest. Do your zinc. Do your vitamin C. Your vitamin D. Drink like your water. Do your fluids. Mm-hmm. I do elderberry too. I've been doing sea moss with the elderberry. <laughs> yeah, I got my got my water. With my little crystal light in here. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, no, you gotta take care. Yeah, I just wanted to share my story, yeah, because yeah. a lot of people wonder and what we it's appreciate, like getting having and COVID. we appreciate you sharing it because it's like, you know, use your platform to speak about it because it's a lot of misinformation out there. And that's the worst thing you can do is like when people are getting all this, like you know, they, they're getting information from a meme. It's like, stop getting information from a meme. Like, actually do your research. Actually figure out what is really going on. Like, let's stop doing it. Let's stop spreading falseness. Let's stop doing that. We need to stop it. But um, shifting gears from me to some 
very the saddest news of the week. We reported last week um about DMX not doing well. Well, he didn't make it out of his coma. So rest in peace to Mr. Earl Simmons, DMX, 50 years old. Art Man X. Yeah. Drug overdose <laughs> what started all of this, but then um he had a heart attack during that time too. He mm-hmm. brain dead for like a week, yeah, because last Friday is when um he um had a drug overdose, and basically he's been brain dead there for like seven days because the following Friday is when um he actually perished. Yeah, because um, then yeah. they because I with the prognosis wasn't looking good coming over that day before. I think that Thursday they were talking about his organs just started shutting down. That's what I'm saying. Like he, I don't think he's gonna make it out. Yeah, when your organs start to sh- when you have organ failure, that's mm. it's. I mean, it's still a chance, but the chances is like at that point, basically bad. all that's keeping you alive is the machine. The machine side is like um, is that um. He's not really alive. It's really is a machine. It's the only reason that he's not dead right now. So we've had family member where they were not alive and the, the machine was basically keeping them alive. And then finally, when they took him off the machine, then, you know, you just, well, I wasn't there. But I mean, from what the relatives told me who were there, they just basically saw him take his last breath, basically. But mm-hmm. um it's just so unfortunate because like, I really was like hope I was, I was hoping for a miracle because I'm like DMX was, you know, he was like that larger than life. Like, you know, everybody loved the, uh, the, the, the raspy, you know, everybody. Yeah, he was that it. beacon of light, like post um, Pac and Big is like yeah. hip hop really in a dark place. Mm-hmm. And then um, you had X. You had like Jay-Z, um, his popularity shot up during that time. Even though Jay came out a couple years before, but like like Jay really got got hot during that time. So then hip hop started rebounding. Then like the South, they got then like yeah, no limit, cash money is like mm-hmm. it's like you started seeing like the new um generation of hip hop like post um Pac and Big say like ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine like during that era. And mm-hmm. X was like at the forefront of all of that. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's dark and hell is hot. That was a that was an album. That was Great that album. was. Then flesh in my flesh, blood my blood was after that. Uh, then what? And then there was X, right? Was, oh yeah, hold there, hold tight hold, there. Hold tight, yeah, hold tight. Because guess what? I what? got the list. Yay! <laughs> so yeah, because I, I made it a point to like get this list. Oh yeah, list, yeah, yeah. List I, I'm talking about, yeah. <laughs> is, yeah, the um, what these bitches want, yeah. The, the, I got the I list got too. This. I posted a baby with it. Let me pull mine too. <laughs> I'm about to read it now. Okay, there was Brenda, Leticia, Linda, Felicia, Dawn, LaShawn, Teresa, Monica, Sharon, Lisa, Veronica, Karen, Vicky. I'm married an ice cream father. <laughs> Yana, Lori, Carla, Marlena, Selena, Katrina, Sabrina. About three, about three kids. Tina, Shelly, Bridget, Kathy, Rashida, Kelly, Cole, Angel, Stacy, Tracy, Rhonda, Lana, Yolanda, Tawanda, That's all. I had the little, I posted the name of it. As soon as I saw somebody share it, I was like, you got the same. I was like, yes, yes. If you're over a certain age, this, this makes you smile. Like you get, like you. You smile. Like, even though you're sad, you smile seeing that. You do. Oh, we get some of the... Ca- About we don't three kids. <laughs> we don't count them off right now. <laughs> My personal <laughs> list. 
I don't say the names like some of these chicks still know me. What? <laughs> some of them you probably you probably know some of these names too and shit. I'm sure you definitely know a couple of these names. Yeah, I see one right off the hand, right off the. Uh, yeah, I, oh, that's two. I see. <laughs> Four, five. <laughs> five, but I'm only on the second line right now. This is petty. <laughs> But um, my song that I put up that I thought my ex song, uh, some ex shit off of the Rough Riders Volume One album, and I think it was like like the that I think it was the last track on that uh, Rough Riders Volume One, and uh, I was I saying double digits, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I didn't smash okay. all of them, but I definitely made it to the double digits. <laughs> When that song came, when that Rough Riders came out, me, I was going, I was in college. I was a freshman in college. And me and my girls at U of I, we, we love that DMX song. That's some X shit. I don't know when we just drew to it. Cause like, he was like, he was like, he was like, that goddamn Cisco song was mine. It's like, yeah. And like, now I know why, because for this moment, well, um, I, that was a week ago when I said that. Okay, guys, I got a challenge for we'll y'all. Do a, like, we do a TikTok challenge with that. It's like, yeah, how many of these bras did you smash? What's your, <laughs> what's your number for the DMX? <laughs> what's your number and shit? And of course, uh, party up, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like his signature joint. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind up there. And then I saw another meme that says, "So what did DMX teach us?" You're whack, you're twisting your girls at home, you brought the kid in your head. Everybody knows. I love my baby mama. I love it. That's what DMX taught. You're whack, you're twisting your girls at home. I approve that message. I approve it. I approve it. But we are going to miss DMX so much. Like, because he was just, like I said, his personality, like, even though he had. Rod's on this list, and three of them's name is Kim. Yeah, I'm not clo- I'm not close to the 46, but I didn't have my share of them chicks on that list. Though. <laughs> Even though he had like a troubled past and everything, like what we loved about him is that he was so transparent, like in his songs. And, you know, the of course, like the song, I'm I may have to say I may have to ease into this one because the other stuff is like uh, be slipping. I'm going to have to ease into that because I'm going to probably cry if I listen flash to my flesh. I've, um, if I listen to slipping, I know I'm going to be crying. So that's why I'm like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ease into listen to slipping because like, yo, I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping. I was supposed to do a go live and with a DMX mix, but then I fell asleep, you know. Re- recovering from COVID. Recovering from COVID, yeah. You know, so I fell asleep. I was going to do a late night mix like 10 o'clock, like, well, that's not that late for me, but like, you know, it's gonna be after 10, it'll be a night time. It wasn't gonna be an evening, it's gonna be like after 10 when I did the, right. the club eyes, the DMX special, but then I fell asleep. But and then he leaves behind 15 children, I think. Something like that. Yeah. He yeah, had the I'd say, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Because he has a young child too, because when I saw the Wendy Williams show, because like she uh she re uh, put his interview, the one that she did like six months ago with him, and then she just uh, reshared it again, you know, to say rest in peace to him. And Snoop, I saw, was posting clips from the verses they did last year, which I'm so glad X did because that turned out to be his last um, appearance. Yeah. It turned out to be the last thing he really mm-hmm. did was that verse. Mm-hmm. And saying it's such a feel good, like upbeat, it's like the Battle of the Dogs, like says Snoop yeah. being like 
Mr. Cool and X being like, my dog, yeah, <laughs> the rough one, yeah, <laughs> the rough rider, yeah, don't give it to you. Snoop. And then DMX was on Snoop the uh, real cool, like you know, Snoopy. <laughs> and he was on the X Flight. Remember, we went to Grand America years ago, and then we it's got right, up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we said, oh, or whatever. It was like we, we got excited because we said, "Welcome to X Flight." We was like, "Is that DMX?" And we started looking like DMX. We got excited. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we got excited. Mm-hmm. You know, they had his voice on the X Flight, so that's because yeah. X don't give it to you. That's why. Yeah, just so sad and. Another episode, another thing that I love, I love the Iyanla fix my life with DMX, like mm-hmm. the way that he went in, like that just shows like you had to, he was unapologetically him. Mm-hmm. He didn't hide who he was. He was very honest about his flaws and he was very open about it. Mm-hmm. And that's what we loved about him, like the honesty in him. That's what we loved and, about um, him, the honesty. The super duper Hood relationship him and Tashara had. We followed mm-hmm. that and shit. Yeah. Abubu Tashira. <laughs> yeah, that shit. We followed the shit out of that. Yeah. When he yeah. cussed out Elon, and shit. Yeah. When he cussed her out, because Marcus and I fell out laughing. We were watching that live, I think. And like he kept on trying, like his son and him were trying to talk or whatever. And as they were trying to talk, they're trying to bond because you could tell they had strife or whatever, him and his oldest son. And they were trying to build, and then she kept on interrupting. And then he just snapped, and he was like, "Shut the fuck up, lady!" Like, what he said, he like, "Shut the fuck up, lady!" <laughs> and he just went off on her. It was hilarious. And then Shut she the was fuck like, up, lady. That's where he got the line from the song. <laughs> Mind your business, lady. <laughs> That's where he got the line. <laughs> <sighs> so we have to watch. I'm gonna have to like sit down, and, like try to find Belly streaming somewhere now. I watched Belly. <laughs> I watched um probably, yeah, it's um and I always said the same thing, which I still stand by. Like Belly was trash. DMX was good. DMX was good. He was. DMX was good. He was good. He was good. Not because of him, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I said, um this Nas nah, sucked. All of them girls sucked in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> He buys the um ghetto Campbell and shit. Yeah, yeah like, Naomi Campbell. Yeah, all of them girls were like uh awful. Yeah. That dude was horrible. What? Are you fucking somebody? Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> I talked to some girl and she said she was sucking on your dick. Yeah, all <laughs> like, of them bad and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you get my page? I've been paging you all fucking day. That's our T boss. When her man, when you when you page him and he doesn't return your pages, yeah. <laughs> like that. I liked, and then um, Kane was good. Tyler Turner, like, yeah, Tyler Turner with the with the flu. Yeah, the um, what are you from Nebraska? I don't know. I think the, yeah, I know the Negroes were in Nebraska, but I guess they they look like Kane. <laughs> they are there. <laughs> they got perms and like big glasses. I guess that's what Nebraska. Banana. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they do in Nebraska. That's what black folks in Nebraska do. Some of the best parts in Belly, the opening sequence, like I do agree with people, the way that opening shot was shot, that opening sequence, that is still one of the best opening sequences ever shot. Like with the black light and the, the how their eyes like illuminated, like that was, that was Hype Williams. That was, like, hey, like, you know, we had never seen anything like that. Like when it was filmed at the time, we was like, oh, shit, okay. Like, you know, Hype was, Williams was like the man behind the man. Yeah. favorite videos at that era. That was yep. like, like mm-hmm. 
And then, of course, uh, some of the best stuff that came out of, um, like, uh, well, Top Shotter, a.k.a. Here Comes the Boo. Here Comes the Boo. Here Comes the Boo. Here Comes the Boo. Like, that was my jam. I'm like, man, every time that song would come on at the party that you and I, we would just, man, we would run to the floor and just lose it for uh, Here Comes the Boo. So I'm going to drop it like it's hot for Here Comes the Boo for DMX. To drop it. <sighs> but rest in peace, Earl DMX. Rest in peace, X. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You got any others? I um I kind of had some stuff. I forgot where I was going. Oh, I got one. Yeah. You go ahead right now. <laughs> I got a goofy ass story and shit. Unless another, I guess, rest in peace. We have to we can mention it because it's a podcast. Mm. Chris Phillip passed away. Um, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, it's um, I don't feel I don't want to talk about the real. No, I, I, I'm not talking about that. I'm just mentioning it. It's a blurb. I'm just mentioning it because yeah. we're we avoided all of that shit so far because um, y'all don't want my opinions on that. Yeah, I just say that. Uh, yeah, he passed away. We saw Pierce, Bri- yeah, and um, and fucking um, Sharon Oz, but too many people already canceled. So I said I'm not. Gonna- <laughs> I'm not canceling me. If I survive COVID, I'm surviving that bullshit. Okay. Right. <laughs> you just have to mention it as a blurb because I said we are doing our media stuff. So I'm just mentioning it as a blurb. We ain't going down that rabbit hole. We ain't going down there. Let's talk about a clown show that happened earlier in the week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you heard about um North Carolina. They got a new head coach. Basketball, Hubert Davis. Former New York, was he Knicks? I don't remember. I think he was with the Knicks. Was Hubert Davis with the fucking Knicks? I want to say he was and shit, but former NBA player and shit, yeah. And um, he was on at the press conference, like the um, first, black first black head coach, so it was like a big deal. It's like, okay. It's a historical moment. We're still having historical moments in 2021 for first black. Why? Mm-hmm. And for those that don't know, North Carolina, there's Michael Jordan's alma mater. Mm-hmm. So that's it's pretty big deal. And okay. Michael Jordan's coach was Dean Smith. It's like way back when he's obviously mm-hmm. been retired. Then, like the, the current coach just retired. Mm-hmm. And Davis, um, so he's um, I'm very proud to be African American, but I'm also very proud that my wife is white. This is a face that I was making when I was watching. I was like. Right, it's like <laughs> I had to look. Think I had to rewind and like, yeah, did you say that? I, I think I rewound it. You just did the gif of um, what's his name, uh, John C. Riley, when he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the gif that he's looking around like, huh? <laughs> I made the swaggy p face. It was confusing because like I, I was like he cannot, and then I watched the video of it because when I saw the commentary of what people were saying, I, were, I, was, I had to rewind it to like um. I was confused. I had to rewind this shit. We know people like to lie to make jokes. I, was no, I like, actually saw the video. Like, so I know he really said it. <laughs> I, just, I read. I read the thing first. I saw comments first, and then I went and watched the video. And then when I, I, watched I was the in a YouTube rabbit hole, so I saw the video. I, like, I read the comments. <laughs> I saw the comments first, and then I watched the video. So then I was like, "My thing is." Let's before we get to that. Um, um, I don't. The white cats are surprised at him having a white wife. Like, what Negro was named Hubert, first of all? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he's probably going to have a white wife. I'm just saying. 
Hey, who, who named this black ass Negro Hubert? And said, first of all, yeah. like, <laughs> his name is Hubert, so yeah, he's probably gonna have a white wife. <laughs> Let's start there. <laughs> And not being funny. He's an athlete, so a lot of athletes. He's in the NBA, yeah. Interracially, not being funny. Not yeah. no issue with that, whatever. But my thing is, a lot of NBA players, yeah, do have white wives, including uh, including Jordan's wife now. Like she ain't playing. Yeah. <laughs> but my thing is, it's like the context. Like, why? Why was that used? That wasn't the context. Yeah. What was the that. point? Like, I don't it know. Was no point. Like, like, was Hubert high? Like, what was the point, man? Like, <laughs> why'd even go there? <laughs> like, no one's saying don't be proud of your wife because it is your wife. However, to be like, really, like Hubert could have just up and just talk about um being a new coach. He could have just, if he was gonna go that way, he could have just kept race out of the whole thing. He didn't have yeah, to. Yeah, he could just kept race black coach and none of that shit. He could yeah. just said like, yeah, I'm I'm happy to have the gig and like to have this opportunity. You know, we gonna take North Carolina to the next level. That's this my goal. Is like he could have just, just kept all of that shit out of there. Really. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to be the head coach of Michael Jordan's alma mater? Yeah, Michael That's Jordan. What it's, like, it's the house that Jordan built. And That's like, all you have to say. And now, like, now I'm getting to coach this team. Maybe I can coach the next Jordan. Like, he could have, like. That's all you had to say. But your dumb ass come in and you got to come in and be like, you have to have your kumbaya moment and be like, yes, well. That's all, all lives matter shit. That was all lives matter right there. If we're talking about Black Lives Matter, why are you going to bring in all lives? Like, no, no. Like, just, no. It didn't make any sense. And then he went even further being like, yes, and then I'm proud that our children are a, are a blend of both of us. Whatever he was saying, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, this dude. Oh, like, he on one. That was... It was just very odd behavior. No one well, said he, did. he definitely played for the Knicks. I know I'm not crazy. I remember that. <laughs> I remember them being with the I just looked up his career history. Knicks. He played for like 12 seasons. I didn't realize wow. it was that long either. He played from like 92 to like 2004. So the dude had a long ass career. Yeah. Okay. He started, I remember mostly with the Knicks, but he played for like several other teams. He was like a journeyman, mm-hmm. like Toronto, Dallas, Washington, Detroit. The Nets is yeah. like he played for a lot of ten, but I remember him with the Knicks. That's what I mostly remember because the Bulls battles from the early nineties. We all remember those. Mm-hmm. Like I remember Hubert Davis being part of those teams. <laughs> and that was always my expression. I hate the Knicks because I hate the Knicks. I did. I yeah. hate them. Patrick Ewing, uh, John Starks. Oh, I hated them. Was on Ugh. those teams with Ewing, Starks, Oakley. He was yeah. part of that. Yeah. I hated that team. I hated them. I did. The block party with Charles Smith. Everybody remembers that one. Like mm-hmm. Michael, Scotty, and Horace all blocked the shit out of Charles Smith. Now I'm going down the rabbit hole from the Bulls next rabbit. <laughs> Jordan and Xavier McDaniel, like two um fucking pit bulls going head to head. Like, fuck you. Yeah, with the, with that, yeah. <laughs> with the <laughs> Mike and the we're that, yeah. we're that old. I remember when those those moments actually happened. This is not hardwood classic. I was watching those games live in the NBA on NBC with Marv Albert and shit. Uh, and Mike Fratello. That's when I, we're watching them. Then. <laughs> not last day. So I watched that shit live on NBC with Marv and Mike Fratello. That's like we're I'm watching that. We watched where Marvin Shire had a store. We were watching that. <laughs> and I remember happened like during that era. Like I remember the face to face with him and McDaniel. I remember the block party with Charles Smith. 
remember Scotty dunking on Ewing and shoving him to the I ground. Oh, I was watching all of that he live. Right. So it's at the at the stadium. It wasn't even the United Center. It was the stadium then. And Spike Lee jumped on the court and he says he says something to him and said, probably fuck, fuck out of here. here. Spike <laughs> <laughs> little ass jumps in his face and said after he dunks on Ewing and shit. Why is Spike Lee like smarter than me? He's like my son. <laughs> he's like up there trying to Spike Lee on the court. That's my he's the only cat that can get away with that and don't get kicked out of the building. Like, if we did that, we get kicked out of the building. No, like, we, we be arrested for one. Yeah. we'll be arrested. He'd like, be like on the court. It's like hilarious. Mike is uh he's the unofficial uh, coach. That's why he's an official assistant coach. You mm-hmm. gotta have Spike on the court. Spike is allowed. Just like when the Raptors were like during their championship, like like Drake would be on the court like that. You when the Raptors, yeah, he's the unofficial. Like, uh, why coach. is Drake on the court? You're like that, like. <laughs> Drake on the people court. you can let you can let them slide. You can let them slide on by. You can let them slide. So that was a hot ass mess watching that like just play out. <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking. And if he wanted to still see uh, in the basketball fam, what's up with Paul Pierce? What was he thinking? Oh my god. <laughs> what, 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 what was he <laughs> What was he thinking? Oh, was going on Instagram live and shit with hoes and and um smoking one. Yeah, that was that was some funny shit there. He was smoking weed. Drinking and had stripper. Well, they look like strippers. They were women who were scantily clad, and they were making their ass cheeks clap. I think Paul was trying to get fired. Personally, I can't see him why he was, he trying, he was <laughs> trying to Pierre Delacroix. <laughs> I think he did it. On <laughs> Maybe he got a deal on the table with um with Fox Sports, like how like Skip Bayless had. <laughs> you know, Skip didn't get fired; his contract just ran out. But Skip was at ESPN. Him and um Stephen A used to do the show together, right? Yeah, now he's on um Fox with um Shannon Sharp. Like maybe Paul Pierce got a deal like that on the table to go to Fox. So he said, Let me get fired from ESPN so I can go over here. Maybe, maybe the funny thing they said, <laughs> but the funny thing that made me laugh about that whole thing, they was like Paul Pierce really got followed, like, really got fired for 214 views because they had they showed like the still shot, like the people who were watching him live. He wasn't, pulling, he wasn't pulling in no versus numbers like that. Is it two fourteen? And verses for like a million, a million views on them damn verses. Hey, right. Paul Pierce, not so much though. This he has two hundred followers. Who goes? I said no one ever. I'm gonna check out Paul Pierce's live and shit. There's no one ever. No one ever. Come on. No one ever. <laughs> yeah, let's Sorry, see Paul. Paul. So like, Paul went live. Let me check it. I don't even get notifications. I'm probably not even following him. First of all. And if I am, like, I, I wouldn't get notifications when he goes live. I, like, yeah, I don't have, like, yeah, like, you have you have it set where, like, you can get notifications when somebody goes live. I definitely wouldn't get him when he goes live. Yeah, so, like, I probably would now because, like, yeah, because of that, like, I probably would check it out. But, like, before that, yeah, like, nobody's going live with Paul Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, the fu- the fuckery! Like when people just do that—that's what that's the fuckery right there that we talk about. But whatever he was thinking, like we said, I think that he was trying to Pierre Delacroix, a la uh, bamboozled. He probably was trying to get fired. Okay, how do I get fired? Because he had to know, I think. And um, remember, you at ESPN, owned by Disney, by Disney, like family friendly company. Yes. Oh, Mickey Mouse, you're owned oh, by yeah. Disney. <laughs> Family friendly. <laughs> yeah, you owned by He's Disney. Definitely so. trying to get fired. Yeah. Now he can hang out with Lemon Pepper Lou and say, like, "Go to Atlanta." <laughs> 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 oh 
Dance, make a dance. <laughs> Larry. Oh, like, you got anything else that you want to have? Um, you want to do some did it suck? Because we didn't do it. <laughs> we, we, can do do we can do another um, round. We got another round did it suck. Come on. Because COVID sucks. We can do another round did it suck. Okay. <laughs> go. go ahead. What you got? I want to. Uh, did it suck? Uh, you had had a good one. I want to see if you're going to say it. <laughs> oh, the way I said it for sister, sister. <laughs> the sister, sister, say. Yes or no. All right. We know how we're going to do this. We break it down and then we decide whether it sucked or not. So, sister, sister, 90s sitcom, originally on ABC, that eventually ends up on like one of those um hood networks from like back in the 90s. <laughs> I don't yeah, know if I remember it was UPN or um WB. I don't remember which one. It may have been WB. I don't maybe. remember which one. I know it was on ABC at first. Started out as an ABC show, lasted maybe a season or two there, and then it moved to like I call them like even though they weren't black owned, they were those were hood networks. <laughs> it was all, most I think it was WB because I think they were along because like the Wayne's brother was on WB. I think it was on and Steve Harvey and, and Steve uh, Harvey and those the, parent, the Parenthood. The parenthood. Was the Sister Sister might have been part of that block with all of those. UPM right? was like Moesha and Jamie Fox show aired on WB as well too. All the yeah, those shows like that. Yeah. But part of that block, yeah, with all of those. So, Sister Sister is a show that stars Tia and Tamara Mori, twins, identical twins. Um, the show starts off as they're identical twins who don't know that the other one exists. They meet when they're like 14 years old. My random meeting, it's like that girl has my face. It was like a random. It was a chance encounter, and then they realized that okay, like what's going on? And then they're like, well, I was adopted, it's like I was adopted too. Because they both knew that they were adopted, but um, because it's hard to place and sister, they just because it's hard to place twins. The adoption agency decide to split these kids up, and that happens. Siblings is like it's hard to keep siblings together when yeah. you go into the system. Typically, you get broken up because right. nobody wants to adopt. Like you know, yeah, you're trying to adopt a child, you're not trying to adopt a family. Like most, right. of but that's how that happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So they spend like the first couple, the first year or so of the sh- uh, show. It's basically like you know, I see like the vast differences between because Tia is like book smart and she's really like into her studies. Tamara is kind of a goof. She's like you know into boys. Like oh, that boy is cute. You know, she's and, into. And speaking of goofs and boys, like they have a, an annoying neighbor. An annoying neighbor. By Marcus Houston. Go <laughs> home, Roger, aka Batman from um Immature slash IMX, however you remember him. So he's like their annoying neighbor, and then he has a crush on Tamara. And then when he realizes that it's a twin, so now he's like, okay, it's twins. Okay, so now he starts thinking those thoughts. Like as any boy would think twin. Or yes, and all gonna, men for that matter, yes. <laughs> maybe I might have a chance because if the one don't like me, maybe I can get the other one. Basically, now. So then, you know, the first part of the series deals with like their differences, and then because Tia was raised by her single mom Lisa, who is uh, played oh, by yeah, John the parents Harry. are very uh, they 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 basically stay famous as other characters. The parents from this show too. Mm-hmm. You got um uh, Sandra from Two Two Seven playing Tia's mom. And then Venus Flytrap fly playing fucking um, <laughs> the other one's father. <laughs> yeah, playing Ray. So Tim Ray is Ray Campbell. 
Tamara's father. Married to Daphne Maxwell Reed on Viv version two in real life. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're vastly different because Lisa being a single mom, she grew up on like the rougher side of Detroit. And she, um, she, uh, she was set in Detroit. Thanks for yeah, was in Detroit. And um, she owns like a, like, well, later she does own a boutique, but like, that's what she was doing. She worked in a boutique or whatever. She had ideas of being like, you know, starting her own line. Cause like she liked to sew and everything. That was her aspiration. On the other side, Ray was a limo driver. So he owned his own business. He was a black owned business. He owned his own business. So Tamara grew up very upper middle class-ish. Tia yeah, grew up. Had a, little, had a little bit of paper. Yeah. yeah, Tia grew up lower middle class. Like in she was like lower middle class. class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and, uh, Tia and them move in with Tamara. So then they move in. So then them try and get adjusted to, okay, even though like we're sisters, our parents still don't know each other. We still really don't know each other. So everybody's trying to get to know one another and trying to fit in. Like, how do we all fit together? And that's what the premise of the show, how, how it started. Now, obviously, you can't run that gap forever because now, like, once the show been on, like, two, three years, now y'all know each other. But that, um, Sandra, I don't know, I'm calling her Sandra. <laughs> Lisa. Sandra, they, they move in, right? So the yeah, they move in, yeah. I think that's the how the story yeah, went. Yeah, that's how the story went on the pilot, yeah. Sandra's a real bitch and shit, and, and Venus don't like her and shit. It's, I'm yeah. calling somebody other than the characters. <laughs> she's just really, she's like loud and boisterous. She's and loud and ghetto, like you said, and he's kind of stuck. he's refined. Like he's a, he's yeah. a refined black, you know what like I mean? Like a black-eyed couple type of thing, yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. And then, you know, they deal with dating stuff. So then um, Lisa does end up dating uh, Dorian Wilson. He was on there. And wasn't the Rolanda Watts on that fucking Rolanda was dating Ray. Yeah, yeah, she was his girlfriend. Talk about a blast in the past. You ain't heard. The show nobody. The show nobody remembers Rolanda Watts had a talk show back in the 90s. She was kind of she was Wendy Williams before Wendy Williams, basically. It was kind of that type of show. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing? Mm-hmm. Except she didn't say how you doing. It's like, yeah, it was like the Wendy Williams show, like in the 90s, basically. Right. <laughs> so then um, you know, like they had their ups and downs. Like they never go there with Lisa and Ray. They never made them go there to get together. Which they everybody thought the show was everybody like, thought they were going to do that, but they didn't. That was the yeah. surprise. They got they both got daughters, yeah. They put them together. They always dated other motherfuckers. They always dated other people. Because Ray just thought she was so such a fucking hood rat. He had no interest, I'm sure. <laughs> and they're also in the series, um, as the girls got older, they introduced uh boyfriends in the story. So then Dion Richmond played Tamara's boyfriend. And Ethan the Cosby. So everybody on this show is known for something else. Ethan the Cosby show, and then Ronrico Lee was Tia's boyfriend. Who, who's, who's known from absolutely another nowhere else but this show at the time. He was a survivor. Remorse, like later now. I said yeah, now years later, but when years that later, came on, yeah. <laughs> so that's who she dated. Mm-hmm. And then they had like some other friends. Alexis Fields was their friend. Diabian, she was on there. She was on the show. Bianca yeah. Lawson was like their was like um the their nemesis. Bianca Lawson played still playing high school. By the way, <laughs> she finally got out of that. She was on Queen Sugar. She probably is playing her show now. <laughs> I saw her on high school two days ago. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty going to lie. She was still in high school. That was like 2014. She was still in high school back in 2014. But she finally graduated. Finally. It ain't over, bitch. I thought it was, bitch. That's what we should have did for did it suck. We're going to do that. We're going to we gonna circle back to that. <laughs> I got my answer for that. So then, uh, As do I. <laughs> so then, so then, um, 
later in the show, uh, Lisa falls in love with Ray's friend, who is played by Richard Lawson, Bianca da- Bianca's daddy or whatever. I forgot what his name was, but Lisa ended up actually play, Did he play Bianca's daddy on the show? Uh-uh, he wasn't Bianca's daddy. He was Ray's I know, I know what his character's name. He was like Mr. <laughs> Bostick. <laughs> That's what he's most known for. <laughs> Bostick? <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Bostick. <laughs> Everybody on this show was known for something else. I don't that's a, that's a sign of whether it sucked or not, and I will give my answer at the end. But go ahead. <laughs> on the last episode, uh, Lisa did marry uh, Mr. Bostick. They got married. Miss, yeah. Mrs. Bostick. <laughs> <laughs> and also in the show, which was I thought was a which was a, a good depth that they added to the show because T and Tamara were adopted. Where are their birth parents? So then. They brought their birth father back, and then T and Tamara did develop a relationship with their birth father. And much like their real life, they uh, on the show, their mother was black and their father was white, which is in real life. In real life, their mother is black and their father is white. So like on the show, their mother had died. That's what happened, because the parents weren't married, because they was like, the father said what happened was is that we weren't married, you know, when your mom got pregnant and um and then, like, he was an artist or whatever. That's what he was. When he was out doing his touring and his artist, she went to labor, had the kids, she died. And, like, because they weren't married, they didn't know how to contact him. So then they just, she didn't have, like, no next of kin. So that's why the kids went into the system, because they didn't know, like, who the kids would go to, basically. Mm-hmm. So then they started developing a relationship with their father. And um, it develops, it, it gave some depth because Ray's character, he started feeling a little bit, a type of way, because it's like, I'm your father, but now Tamara wants to have a relationship. It's like, that's her birth father, though. It's not saying she's taken away from, like, you raising her, but it's okay if she wants to get to know her birth father. She's not trying to replace you, because she was a girl. By the time they discovered him, they were grown. They were, like, 18 by the time that they met their birth father. So it's like, Ray started feeling a little, he started feeling a type of way about that. But I thought that overall... Sister, sister, yes, was it a little hokey at times? It was a little hokey. It was a little cheesy, but I think overall it was a it was a cute show for like what it was worth. Like it had good little values in it. I'm like that age group anyway because they were class of ninety eight. I was class of ninety nine, so I was that age. So I was a target audience. I was the same age as them. What they were playing. Oh, and you so. forgot to mention another character. I just thought from the show. Um. Played by Kid from Kid and Play was when he Tia's douchebag boss. He was her douchebag boss. Yeah, he was her Tia Tamara's douchebag oh, boss. He played two characters. He played a hectic rapper, and then later he was a douchebag boss. I liked him as the douchebag. That's what I remember him as. So suck to me, absolutely. Other <laughs> <laughs> eyes differ. See, I don't think it sucks. I don't think it did. I thought it was a cute little. I thought it was a cute little show. It was a little. It was a little wholesome. You know, it took us back to the sitcoms where, like, back in the day, sitcoms were hoping. Gabrielle Union's 30-year-old ass on that Yeah, she was 30, and she was on the show. Taraji was on there, too, and she was, like, 30-year-old ass. She was, like, 25. Yeah, she was a star at 25. Somebody else was on the show. Uh, 30-year-old actress. I know it was Gabrielle. Oh, which McCall was on there, but obviously, I said she's the same age as them. Uh, Christina Milian was on some episodes. I know she was on. I don't remember that. Yeah. And who else is on there? Uh, Somebody else. Oh, which I probably had a one-shot character, uh, Flex. <laughs> was he playing Michael Jackson? And- <laughs> <laughs> I 
so he, he played. He played like a. He played a rapper. He was some uh some rapper that they loved or whatever. And then when they met him, then he was like a real douchebag. He was like a misogynistic douchebag. And then they decided they didn't like him anymore. Flat app. He made the song "Twin Booties" about them. Twin Booties. <laughs> But yeah, that show stunk to me. <laughs> I like it. The twins, they, the twins were annoying. Jack Cave was terrible. <laughs> Tim Reed sucked. Like, I pretty much hated every character on this show. <laughs> he was like, where's Edge? He was like, he was Ben Spider. He was like the coolest black man in radio. Where's Edge? <laughs> uh, one, one of my inspirations going into radio was watching Venus Flytrap. <laughs> and now he's this douchebag and shit. <laughs> liked it. I liked Sister Sister. I thought it was a cute little like I said, I thought it was a cute little show. And then for people who are interested, it is screaming on the character I liked was Kid. He was funny, but the rest of that show sucked though. You didn't like Roger? Go home, Roger. He's <laughs> kind of there and shit. I don't, yeah. I can't think of anything memorable that Roger really did and shit. Yeah. Go home, Roger. <laughs> the two boys. Oh, I thought another 30 year old that was on friends were trash and shit on the show too. I thought of another 30 year, old, 30 year old that was on there. Melinda Williams was on there. I knew it was another 30 year old. He was on there as a teenager. Melinda Williams. She was on there too. I thought of another 30 year old. <laughs> I knew it was someone else. I think it was Gabrielle Union, it was Taraji. I was like, it's somebody else. Another Look chick that's like in her 50s now. <laughs> <laughs> like all these women are like 10 years older than like the twins, or close to 10 years older than the twins. The twins are like in their early 40s. These people are like around 50 or early 50s. So if I was in high school, there's no way in hell that we should have been in high school together. No way in hell. (laughs) But I did enjoy it. I said, so what do you guys think? I don't think sister, 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 personally. But the people decide because we split on this one. Yeah, that show was trash. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be watching the episode on Netflix. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to do some Netflix. Sorry, watch. (laughs) I should watch on Netflix too. (laughs) Some good shit out there on like Netflix and stuff like that. We definitely gonna break down some of these other shows and shit. <laughs> like, what's the show I saw? Like, um, I forgot what's. I don't know if it's Netflix or some, but like half and half is on one of them. We definitely gonna talk. Half and half is on Netflix. Moesha, half and half. We're gonna break down those. The Parkers. I can't wait to break the Parkers down. There's only one episode that um I want to talk about on that show and um. Shout out Tone and Shag, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Let's wrap this shit up on that note. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, <Ooh>. <laughs> appreciate everybody supporting. Not to talk about bad acting. Appreciate everybody supporting. Not another damn podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn it! What was I saying? Yeah, you want to give us some more support? Give our Facebook fan page a like. Also, subscribe, share, rate, review on all your platforms. You got Spotify, you got Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Tasha called to check on me as well, too. Appreciate that. Also, get at us on your Amazon Alexa devices and on YouTube. We do a little something like I do the one like you. That'll work. Yes. And follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. Um, work in progress, OzRadio.net, the bomb. Still working on that shit, but it is what it is. And you can check me out, MSIMAH626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. 
Mm-hmm. Also, S-C-R-8-G-U-L-O-E-Y-1 on Twitter. Mm-hmm. S-C-R-8-G-U-L-O-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. Well, I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. We will talk to you later. Bye. You're gone.